another podcast. Once a month, I get to chat with a friend who has a story to tell, a passion to share, or a dream that she is pursuing. Today, my guest is Shelby. Shelby is a wife to Chris, mom to twin five-year-old girls that are so cute. This episode is very unique because this is the first guest that I interviewed and I did not actually know her in real life. Ooh, scary. Shelby is so, so, so fun. We instantly connected and I love that she loves Big Mama and Boo Mama because they're my favorite bloggers. And in a minute, you will hear how we connected through her lettering company on Instagram, Pearl and Rose Designs. You are going to be instantly encouraged by Shelby. Thanks so much for tuning in and let's get to the conversation. Hey, Shelby, how are you? Hi, I'm doing good. Just so excited to be on here. Okay, so this would be the first time that we've met, except <laughs> except when I just looked at my little um, garage band, it did not record, and so this is now our second time for meeting Yay! today. <laughs> I'm equally honored. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm excited. Um, thanks so much for being able to re-record a couple minutes after I realized that it was all not there. Okay, so Shelby, tell me about your family and tell me what you do. Okay. I am married to Chris. We've been married since June 14, 2008. And he works at Service Master. He's a, oh my word, some kind of statistical person. I don't even know. Predictive modeler. Oh. He's one of, he does math and I don't. Oh, yeah. So, mm. yeah. Mm. Um, Good for And him. I have two twin girls who are five, Tamsie and Evangeline, also known as Evie, whatever she's in the mood to be called that day. Oh. And she always has a strong opinion either way. Mm. And um, <laughs> that's. That's us. And then I, I have Pearl and Rose Designs, which is named after them. Uh, their middle names. And that I just create art. I make maps for weddings. I do custom house portraits. I have scripture art for sale in my Etsy store. You would be surprised the things people need an artist for. I'm constantly surprised, but I love doing it. That's great. So you do custom work, and then you do also things in your Etsy shop. Um, yes that I've seen, like the Memphis skyline and where you have yes. that verse. I love that. Really love that. And you do house portraits and wedding maps and then pretty much like if somebody would want to do your, uh, their wedding invitation, you can do that too. I can do that. I've done okay. that before. Wow. Anything hand lettered, hand illustrated. I don't use any technology really except to scan it in at the end. So. That's great. That's neat. Yeah, sometimes I wish I did, but I like it the old school way. I like it too. Pens and, and pencils and markers and all the fun stuff. I love it. And I love the wedding maps. I've never seen them until I saw, I, let me just tell you, I'm a big, huge stalker of you on Instagram. <laughs> and, well, <laughs> and then I went in a friend's house and she had your Memphis skyline with the verse, what verse is that, Jeremiah? Jeremiah 29, 7, it's about uh, praying for the peace and prosperity of the place that God has called you to. Awesome, awesome, well yeah. I saw that on her mantle, and I was like, who did that, she goes, oh Shelby, and I said, Pearl and Rose Designs, and she was <laughs> like, yes, and I was like, oh, really, 
like totally fangirling. And so, yeah, so I didn't know she knew you and all that. I tell you, it is still a funny thing to see your drawing on someone's wall. Like, that, I'm still mm-hmm. not over that. It's, I guess it's kind of like hearing your song on the radio if you're a singer or something. It's like, oh, my yeah. word, someone really likes this. Yes, that's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, and so I was reading up a little bit, and I noticed that you have been drawing and doing art for pretty much your whole life, like you just have been doing it. Who is somebody that has influenced you in becoming an artist? My grandma totally influenced Mm. me in becoming an artist, and she has been in heaven the past three years. Mm. Uh, But before then, I'm a word. Well, my mother worked full-time, and so she would take care of me during the days until I went to school, never went to preschool. She just, I just stayed with her. She was my preschool teacher, basically. And uh, then once I went to school, I would stay with her until my mom got off work every day. And she was an artist. And so she actually got her first job working in uh, a department store in downtown Memphis. It's called Breeze. And her job was uh, to be in charge of the window displays. And so Mm -hmm. she did tons of lettering for big signs. Because back in those days, it wasn't like the corporate office sent you something that you had to do. Like it was up to the artist that you hired to come up with whatever they wanted to come up with wow. uh, for the big store windows. And so she had all of these lettering books from, like, the 40s and oh the 50s. Oh, my goodness. And I would just pour through. She had, like, shelves of books, and I was obsessed with those books. And I know it drove her crazy because i get them all out of order. But oh uh, she taught me so much and um, was just such a big influence on me in every way, you know, artistically, spiritually everything and I'd bring projects from school over to her house to work on because my mom was like I'm not helping you I do not do anything artistic (laughs) and she would sit next to me and she would be so encouraging and she just Mm. talked to me but then if I did something and she knew that I could do better she'd be like uh you need to try that again you can do better Mm. than that and so she'd calm out the best in me in the most gentle way and I love uh, that I wish that she could have known about Pearl and Rose design she would have been my biggest supporter. She would. She would have loved it. Well, I um I saw on your Etsy in your Etsy shop. So on Etsy, your pearl and rose designs. Yes. And I saw that you posted a picture of the nursery that your grandmother did for your mom. Yes. Is that right? Yes. With the bunny. Project that she did in high school. She just painted a little picture of a bunny chasing a, a butterfly. And <sighs> Yeah, and then she used it in my mom's nursery. It was so sweet. I love seeing it because it just took you back to the time when she was doing art, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm, I love, I love, I love that your name of your company is your twins' <laughs> little name. Yeah. I love that. I think that's so sweet. So tell me about them. Where? How did you find out about them coming into the world? Oh, what were you doing in your life at oh, that time? Well, I was at seminary. I was three classes away from graduating, and I knew that there was a chance that I would be pregnant, and when I went into the doctor and they told me that I had twins, I was six weeks along, mm. and I said, are you kidding? Because <laughs> we don't joke about things like that. <laughs> and it was just the biggest joy, the biggest surprise of my life, and actually, I had thought that I was miscarrying when I went in, so mm. it was... I was bracing myself for the worst, and then, um, and I, the whole time, I'd been praying that the Lord would spare this baby inside of me, and there's, actually, there's a prayer typed out on my computer somewhere, 
uh, all about just praying for baby Bafinas and that he would spare the life of that baby. And they are my Ephesians 3 babies. Mm. They are beyond, above and beyond anything that I could have ever imagined or dreamed mm. that, that they would go in and find not one healthy baby, but two healthy babies. That is precious. And, yes, and they had a crazy entry into the world. They had twin-to-twin transfusion. So they had to come at 29 weeks and four days. And Oh, wow. Uh, Tamsi weighed let's see, two pounds, 14 ounces, and Evie was one pound, 15 <gasps> ounces. Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. So it was a scary, scary way to come into the world, but oh. the Lord protected them. They were in the NICU eight weeks, and then we got to take them home, and oh. that's when God humbled me, and I realized how much I needed family around because mm. I was mm-hmm. in over my head with those two babies. I did not know what in the world I was doing. And oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, none of us know what we're doing at all with one baby, and then you put two in the next. No way. Oh, yeah. And even our pediatrician, he would say, wow, you really, mm-hmm. <laughs> you really had quite the situation. Because they had, they had issues where they wouldn't take their bottles. And mm. I think it was part reflux and part just all the tape and stuff that had been on their faces. And mm. it was, but the Lord got us through it. And now they're five. And they're brilliant and creative and fun and just, you know, crazy. <laughs> well, I love that you named their that they're part of your your business, and that's another thing is how do you do all that? How do you balance you know life with twins and then being married to your husband Chris and giving you know him time and your marriage time and then having a business and then having your twin girls and then just going through life? How do you balance it all? Well, I don't, but I will say, uh, I will say, I've come to accept the fact that our life looks different from the lives of most every most of our peers. Like we don't, we don't have to look the same as everybody else to be filling or fulfilling what God is calling us to Absolutely. do. Absolutely, oh, I love and that. Say that again. I love that. <laughs> our lives don't have to look exactly like everyone else's in order for us to fulfill what God is calling us to do. Like. I I may draw, and I can draw all day and love it and have fun, and it's a gift of mine, but I can't cook at all. And (laughs) basically what it looks like for us is I'm with the girls all day, and when Chris comes home, uh, sometimes I hang out with all four of them. Sometimes I come in here. When I've had enough, when I've met my limit, I come Mm -hmm. in here, and I work um, on Pearl and Rose Designs projects while he hangs out with them. That's and uh, then once they go to bed, we eat dinner super late, and everyone thinks we're crazy, but that's our time together, and that's yeah. when we talk or when we binge Netflix stuff. Yes, <laughs> talk about, yes, and, Netflix, yes, honey. Yes, and he cooks, and while he cooks is also when I work. I work when oh. he cooks and listen to podcasts. <laughs> yes, my so listen, for parts of them. That's awesome. My husband cooks way better than I do. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, he does. It's they, just like, I love that. Well, his dad was a Greek chef, and so he's like, why not carry on the family legacy? And I'm like, amen. Yeah, get to getting on that. And I'll sit there and draw and get my work done. like the norm, you know. I'm not the stay-at-home mom that cooks and Mm -hmm. knows how to do all that sort of stuff. But it's okay because it works, and God's gifted me differently. And God gives us all different gifts, and we're all part of the body. I love that. I love that. It's refreshing. Yeah, I was going to say, our neighbors used to do that. They would put their girls down. And then they would, he would either grill out or she would cook, and um, they would eat dinner super late, which I, mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of neat because then they spent every meal, I mean, every dinner together, and it was not yeah. with, you know, you could actually talk. Right. <laughs> and we do have 
grand ambitions one day of having a sit-down dinner with the whole family consistently. We do it sometimes. Yeah. Um, but for now, I don't know. It works. It works. you got to do it works. I love it. I love that. Yeah, it's great. It works for now, and that's all about, you know, we just got to do what we're called to do right now. Absolutely. I love that. And that's, I think a lot of women get caught up in that. And we have got to start uplifting everybody else. If whatever, like you said, whatever you do for your family, it has to work for you. And that's okay that it's different from me. We've and it's supposed to look different. Yes. Yes, exactly. And Absolutely. just be open to whatever he calls us to do and to be obedient. Exactly. And do what's right for your child's ter- personality and your right. child's gifts and and your personality and your yes community. oh poor reach girl um, <laughs> but and also we went to a class at church um i guess it was like a couple months ago it was perfect timing because we were making a decision and we thought we were going to go one way and then god led us a different way and and it's mm-hmm. been great but we went to that conference and they said or meeting and they said pray pray for what god wants you to do and then year to year seek him and do what's right for your child. And I was love it that. school choice thing? It, it, huh? Yes, it was school choice. Were you there? I was there. Yeah. It's like that was that tend to do. So. That's hilarious. We were sitting in the back on the left-hand side, and then we went, and then, yeah, we were on the left-hand side, so we went to all the other. Way. The uh, Yeah, yeah, like we were. Oh, we're that close to becoming real-life friends. What in the world? I know. We're sitting in the same class. We never knew. That's awesome. Yeah, we definitely have to be friends in real life now. Yes, we do. But anyway, it was so good, and I just love that, um, you know, everybody's got, and that that pertains to business. That pertains to whatever. Like, I'm going to do the podcast because that's where my gifts are, I feel like. And you're going to do your art because that's where your gifts are. You know, I like to letter in my prayer journal. But am I going to do that as a business? No, ma'am. Because I am not gifted that way. I'm good for me, but not in the Lord, but not to sell. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's just got to do what's right for them. Seeking the Lord. If the Lord's in it, then it's going to it's gonna pan out, and it's going to be exactly where you need to be. And I love exactly. that. Exactly. And he so. just wants us to represent him wherever we are and however he uses us. And, um and I love that. It's beautiful. Well, you know? and you, you're representing him well in your in your art. And I can just tell, like, when I was stalking you on Instagram, um, <laughs> that your heart just comes through. Like, I just oh, knew, like, and I had already, on the first time that I recorded uh, the intro to the uh, episode, <laughs> I just said she loves Jesus. And I was like, okay, how are people going to know that she loves Jesus? Well, you can go to your Instagram and see that you love Jesus. Like, I've never I met you in real life. Heart. But I could, I knew that about you and how you love his word and that you represent him very well on that. So that's why I love that we're actually meeting in real, I mean, over Skype. But, yeah. Um, because I can tell that about you. So oh, I love. Thank you. I can tell that about you, too. Oh, that's why sweet. I love your podcast so much. You're I'm just sweet. thrilled that I'm on here. Well, it's, I'm excited because I know that, um, you know, I think there's some out there, some moms out there, and maybe with like, Two kids, maybe they're not necessarily twins, but what's some practical advice that you could give either to a twin mama or to a mama that has twin uh, that has kids that are maybe close in age or that there's two of them <laughs> or three of them? How, what would your practical advice be for them? Well, uh, my advice would be, uh, and I have to, this sounds so silly, and I have to tell myself this so many times, it's easy for me to get caught up in their drama because they are some high drama girls and they are... Uh, super sensitive, which anytime I say that, I'm also super sensitive. Well, I was going to say, aren't we all? 
Yes, and isn't it so much easier to be super hard on our kids mm. um, for the very same qualities that we have? You right, know? right. And, and that's how it can be. But I just have to tell myself so many times, you're the adult. You do not have to get swept up into this. <laughs> you can be calm. And, oh, there's, there's a, another podcaster I love who has inspired to action. I don't know if you ever listened to that. No, I haven't. Oh, it's so good. She's a mama, and each podcast is like a little pep talk for moms, and it's Ooh, amazing. That's good. And she always says that she tries to be a wall of jello for her kids, that no matter how crazy things get with them, that she's, you know, she can take whatever they dish out at her, mm. and it's not going to rattle her, and she's not going to get crazy. And I'm telling you, it is a work in progress, and I'm not always a wall of jello. Probably most of the time I'm not, but I at least that. I have that little image in my head that I can yes. think of. Yes, and I love that. I, I remember a friend that I used to work with, I taught with her, and her, an older woman, which is our friend too, but I mean older, like, we're talking like 10 years, not old, you know, but she yeah. said, whenever your kids, and she was talking about teenagers, when they come to you, you keep a straight face, whatever they come and tell you, it could be the most horrible thing ever, but you just keep a straight face and listen and don't fly off the handle and just listen to what they're going to say. Because if you do that the first few times, they're going to keep coming back to you and they're not going to oh, be scared to come. And that's the same thing, the jello wall. I love that. Yeah. You know? That it really, just, it all goes back to abiding in Christ. It's mm-hmm. like I was at, I was at a, uh, at a secret thing at church. Actually, with, with Diane. Yay! <laughs> They were talking about how, you know, really the solution to all of these things is to abide in Christ. And if we're making him the center of our lives instead of trying to fit him into our lives, then Mm. he's going to be, you know, the fruits of the Spirit are going to be just naturally coming out of us because it's his work. It's not something that we work to do. It's it's just by grace through faith. And I see that so much in my own life because when I'm prioritizing him and when I'm building my life around him, it's so much more natural than mm-hmm. when I'm not. But I'm mm-hmm. telling you, the hard thing is to do that in such a crazy season. Yeah, you know? I know. And the discipline and, of just having that yes. time with the Lord before. Yes, and everything. I'm a work in progress. Just yeah. Like, oh, well, just we, like all we all are. are. For sure, we all are. I know. Yeah. Um, so I, I love that. I love that um, that you're just kind of where what you see is what you get. I love how real you are about that. Okay, I have a really weird question for you. Did your mom name you Shelby after Shelby and Steel Magnolias? No, I'm a good bit older. Okay, okay, because I was going to say, I think the movie was in 89. I was like, well, maybe she's only 20, no. 20. Oh, girl. <laughs> so, anyway, okay, so you weren't named by it. Uh, after that, I just thought I might would ask because I love your name. It's very unusual. I love it. Well, you know what's nice though is that maybe people will when I start getting older, maybe people will think I'm younger than I am. Oh yeah, they'll be like, oh, yeah, she was know. named. Yeah, I didn't have any movie though. I mean, they couldn't. Oh, they yeah. couldn't pick better movie for a name like that. Oh exactly. I mean, totally southern. Love it. And what's love your middle name? Special. And your middle Pearl. name is what? My middle name is Pearl. I'm named after my great grandmother. Love it. And Amzie Pearl is named after her, too. And just, you know, it's a family name, so it's special. I love it. And uh, Tamsie is named after my other great-grandmother. And Evangeline is named after Chris's side of the family. And Rose is uh, just my favorite. I just love Rose. It's not my favorite. I mean, they're all my favorites. You don't, you don't have to. I, I, 
I have yes. to say this all day, every day. I have to say, one of you is not better than the other. <laughs> <laughs> you are not my favorite child, but I love the same. I don't have favorites. I love you equally. It's funny because you can hear them talking to their stuffed animals, and they'll be like, well, I love you just as much as I love this bear over here. <laughs> And I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, because that's what you have to do with twins, because they'll probably compare, you know. Oh, compare everything. If uh-huh. I'm working on a reading lesson with one of them, and the other one comes up, and, you know, she hears me telling the one who's reading, oh, you're doing such a good job. She's like, are you not proud of me, Taylor? And I'm like, what in the world? You're over there doing, you're playing toy you know and that's girls for you too i mean that could be just sisters that is and i don't have a sister but i'm sure it would have been that way my mom grew up with two sisters so there were three of them and i'm sure they did that you know what i mean like oh yeah about the competition and all that i i follow a, a few other people that have a hashtag that i don't know who created it but it's fabulous it's community over competition and i'm like oh but yes, I love that. Yes. That's like huge. We have got to do that as moms. Whatever, yes. whatever, um, you know, if you have one one child at home or two or three or ten or yeah. eight, whatever, you know, like it's, it's, we've got to, we've got to be lifting each other up. We got to be for each other. We got to, yes, and have community and not have this competition. We got to, we got to let go of that. Well, and you know, it's funny because even in the art world, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like every now and then I'll click on one of my hashtags that I use mm-hmm. and I'll, um, I'll tell my husband, oh my word, look at this artist and her, her stuff that she's doing and it's so much better. And he's like, it's just different. You have right. different styles. Like, right. Don't compare. God has yeah. gifted you differently. Right. And it's, you know? hard, it's easy to get in that trap. But yes, oh, yeah. I, I, I get it. I get it. Okay, well, there's a couple questions that I ask my guest every time, and it's yes. my eat, pray, read, love segment. So, okay. what are you, okay, good. What are you eating right okay, now? Okay, I am eating. This is crazy. This is crazy. People might think I'm normal until now, but they're about to find out I'm not. Okay. It's called kale crunch. Kale and crunch. Kale crunch called Alive and Radiant, and I strongly recommend the quite cheesy flavor. Okay. Good okay. stuff. Okay. I'm, I'm, that that kind of makes me nervous. Kale <laughs> makes me a little, uh, I don't know about that. I, I know kale goes in salad, so I don't know... I don't know about this, but I might have to try it. Oh, the, the love for it goes so deep that we have found places online where you can order them in bulk for very cheap. And so periodically, a huge box of these suckers will arrive. I love that. Is it like Amazon or something? Oh, yeah, there's Amazon. There are a few others. My husband loves finding, like, the best deals online for different things. Okay. So, I mean, one time a box came in from something called Jet. Okay, I don't know. Awesome. Last time it came from Lucky Vitamin, whatever that is. Oh, but, uh, okay. Well, hey, if it's healthy and it tastes good, I'm all for trying it. I think it tastes like Rotel. So see, Rotel and I, Rotel and I are friends. So you just sold yes. me. Yes. Well, how could you not be? Okay. How could you not be on Rotel? Everybody loves Rotel, right? That's so true. Okay. Awesome. I'll have to try that. Right now, I've got yeah. some uh, chocolate covered almonds, so I'm not doing healthy. Well, I've got the almond. That's oh, almond. Hey, chocolate. Yeah. You know, there are some um, there are some good things in chocolate. It's a superfood. There is. If you don't eat a lot of it, like I'll I'll be like, okay, after lunch, I'm gonna have seven of them. But then, you know, I'm like, I'm good, I'm good. I just had seven, and uh-huh. then about an hour later, I'll be like, 
I think I need some more. So I'll go get some more. So it's <laughs> so it's good when unless you eat too many. But anyway, yeah. okay. So yay, kale crunch. That sounds kale good. Crunch. Okay, okay. I'm gonna try that. All right. What are you reading these days? I am finally getting around to reading Giddy Up Eunice. Oh, Hudson. Yay. And Loving it because I'm a huge fan of hers. Awesome. And uh, yeah, it is good. And I'm also reading Educated, well, Educating the Whole Hearted Child. Yes, I've heard that's yeah. really good. That's very sounds- good. Very good if you're looking at homeschooling or if you need okay. empowerment or encouragement. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so and educated. That's awesome. I think everybody yeah. should read that for sure. Love that. Okay. Yeah. All right. What are you praying for these days? Okay, I am praying for start. Well, my friend Ashley and I are getting ready to start a neighborhood Bible study because we live in the same neighborhood, and yes. she was at an event where she heard Christy Hall, who yes. I'm a huge fan of. Shout out to Christy. Yes, uh, talking about how she has launched one in her own neighborhood and just how God has blessed that. And wow. Ashley said that she was sitting there listening to Christy talk, and she thought, "Oh, how cool for her!" And then yeah. she was like, "Wait a minute." We could do that too. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I'm yeah. able to do this too. So she called me and asked me to pray about it. And we're still in the early phases, but we're hoping to kick something off soon and just for the ladies in our neighborhood. That is great. I think that's awesome. I'm excited. Yeah. Awesome. That sounds really neat. I like that. And to use that women's ministry background. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> I love that. Exactly. That you put work into. Okay. Yes. Okay. What are you loving these days? Oh, I'm loving, well, I'm always loving coffee. Yes. I have my little handy coffee right here. Mm-hmm. And podcasts. Yes. I'm the biggest nerd when it comes to podcasts. <laughs> and my friends make fun of me because I'm like, well, this one's, I mean, just like I did a minute uh-huh. ago, well, this one podcast, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> Love the big bootcast. That was the gateway drug for me. Yes. Like, I discovered that and went back and listened to every solitary one of them. Oh, yes. I would listen to this on my way home from teaching. Yeah. Yeah, oh, they're so good. They're so funny. I love Melanie and Sophie, and both of them. I just I owe such a debt to because I got to meet them at Dot Mom last year. Oh and yay! I made a piece of artwork for both of them, and they promoted it. And oh. And it, I mean, that just came right when I was focusing on really launching my business, and oh my God goodness. just blessed that. And you, what did you do for them? What kind uh, of art? Well, for Sophie, I took a chapter, a tiny little chapter in her book, uh, Home is Where the Heart Is. Mm-hmm. Love and it. is that what it's called? I yeah, Home know. is Where. Yeah. No, no Home is Where My People Are. Home is Where My People Are. There we go. <laughs> and she has a chapter in there about Mississippi and why she loves Mississippi. And my dad's family's from Mississippi, so it really resonated with me. Perfect. And I just did the outline of the state, and it was a tiny little chapter, so I just wrote it out inside of there. I think I remember and, this on her Instagram. Like, I really yeah. think I remember this. And that was you. I'll never forget it because I woke up to my phone buzzing, and it was all these likes coming in. And I was like, what in the world is happening to my Instagram okay. account? And it was because of Sophie. <gasps> And her magic. That is so sweet. Yes, and um, Melanie asked me if I could do something for Texas A and M, and oh, so yeah. I did. And she asked, "Well, if you if you do this, can you make it available in your Etsy store?" And I promote it. And I was like, "Okay." When Melanie Shankle asks you to do something, uh-huh. you do. You do <laughs> it. You she do it. It's my number one seller. 
I bet. I bet. That's amazing. Because I'm like not an A&M type. I mean, I'm not really a sports person. Right. So I'm artsy. But. I love it. I love that so much. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, well, look, I went to meet them last May. They were at a book signing for their last two books, um, the most recent books, and um, we went. We oh, just drove down to Birmingham and then came back to Texas. Ah! It was so fun. I was such a dork, like so nerdy. Like I acted like I knew them, and I was like, I'm sweating so bad, and it was, it was bad, but well, I, got to, I got a picture with them. So I'll send you that picture. I'll send you the picture. Next time they come, anywhere in the radius, let yes, me know. I will. I will. We should go. For sure. Yes. Anyway. Okay, yeah, good. Yay. Okay. Thank you so much for being on the podcast twice. Thank you for recording yes. twice. Yes. <laughs> Yay. It has been so much fun and such yes. an honor. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you so much. And we will definitely um, get to be friends in real life. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We need all the mama friends we can get. Absolutely. Good. <laughs> okay, well, have a good day. Thanks so much, Shelby. Okay. You too, thank you. Okay, bye. Oh, I told you it was awesome. Don't you just feel like you're her best friend now? I just feel that way about Shelby. I just appreciate her so much. And you can find her on Etsy at Pearl and Rose Designs and also on Facebook and Instagram. Also, the Friends of a Feather podcast is on Instagram and on Facebook. And if you like what you hear, we would love if you could share it with a friend. Remember, we're all friends of a feather. Let's stick together. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye, guys.